Welcome to Set Apart for God, where we learn the Word of God and how to apply it to our everyday life. Our host, Bunolo Nevondo, is a faith teacher. She wants to teach you how to grow closer to God and live a spiritual life. Enjoy today's episode. Good day, beloveds, and welcome to Set Apart for God. We are still looking at different words from the Bible that will give us clarity and a better understanding when we are studying the Word of God. Today, we are talking about sin. Please go back a few episodes behind so that you can understand this definition. We previously looked at salvation, at Calvary, at crucifixion, and they also tie in with this. So, what is sin? All right, we see the beginning of sin in Genesis. God created Adam and Eve in his image, meaning they were holy, pure, righteous, and all those beautiful things just like God. They could not lie. They didn't even know there was such a thing. It was not inside of them. They didn't just find themselves, oops, I just lied. There was, it was not there. They only had the nature of God in them. So when God created man and woman, he gave, him, he gave them his breath, which is the spirit of God in them. The spirit of God ruled in their bodies, in their minds, in their souls, 100%. And they could not do anything against God because they were just like God. And the one who is the the sinner, the one who is evil, the one who is wicked, the one who is disobedient, came and interfered with that. Satan came and what did he do? He tempted them. When he tempted them, they had an option to continue obeying God. God gave them a commandment and because they loved God, they had to keep the commandment. That's all they had to do. But they disobeyed God. So Adam and Eve didn't struggle with sin. They struggled with disobedience and we see the same thing happening again with Jesus in the New Testament where he was led to the wilderness by the Spirit of God and he was tested by Satan. So it's the same thing that you find with the first man who is Adam, the one who was created with the pure nature of God, with the Spirit of God in him. He was tested by Satan and he disobeyed God. So another man again who was pure just like Adam who was made in the full spirit of God who didn't have a sinful nature just like Adam was tested right and he obeyed so through one man who had the full nature of God he disobeyed and the rest the whole of mankind were doomed condemned meant to receive judgment. So when they followed in what belonged to Satan, in the ways of Satan, there was judgment of death, just like Satan. The hellfire, the lake of fire belongs to Satan and the, the, the his demons. So that's the punishment that God has for them. That's what they're going to suffer after 
this world passes away. So now, when we do the works of the devil in disobedience and not being of God, we will receive the same judgment, right? So through what Adam and Eve did, but I'm going to focus on Adam because he's the first man, all right, who God gave the instructions to. We were doomed. So through the seed of Adam, generation to generation, this nature, because it was already part of them now, it was in them, it carried on generation to generation. So the sin became our bloodline, part of our blood, our bloodline, our nature. It was one with us, just like a human gets hungry. Sin was part of us, like a human gets hungry. It's part of our nature. A human needs to sleep. It's part of our nature. Human needs water. It's part of our nature so when you think of sin it's like that it's part of our nature we cannot really get rid of it because it's connected to us to our dna but it's not what was created with us it, it's what we were born with originally when god created us we were not born we were not created with this but we we, we are born with it because of what adam and eve did right so because of who god is because of god's love god's grace god's mercy him just being the best ever guys like god is the best if you don't know it means you have not experienced him he's just amazing right because of who he is because of how how he how much he loves us he brought his son and we see this in the um, the, the the book of Genesis as well, when he said that the son of man will come to, to crush the serpent's head. That's Jesus. That's what we see in the New Testament. How amazing is that? That the first prophecy about Jesus happened in the book of Genesis and it carried down, 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 right? So now evil and wickedness entered us and we start doing what is not right by God started doing what is not God's nature, right? That's where sin came now. And we see also through the journey of the Israelites, God gave them rules and laws. And then he did this to try to explain to them and show them what is it that he doesn't want because they didn't know they had that nature. They thought it's okay to live like this. But for him to separate them, from everyone else who was living according to the nature of the flesh, which is a sinful nature. He had this nation that he formed from scratch, from Abraham to show people that this is a different one. This is a different God. This is a different lifestyle. This is a different way. And this life is the best for you. So he gave them rules and laws and commandments that they must follow. When they followed this, it means they would not sin. So it was something that they could measure to know what is right and what is not right. Whatever country you are in right now, you know the rules of your country. You cannot just sit there and say, oh, I don't know. I'm going to do what I think is good you might break the law. It's the same thing with God. He gave us this law so we know how we do not do what is wrong against him, right? We we don't disobey him out of lack of knowledge, out of ignorance, out of whatever, you know? So he gave us something that we can use as a guideline, as a form of measurement. And 
that was only for that time because he the time to take away our sins was not there yet so he gave them not just this laws but how to buy more time when it comes to these laws and that's where atonement comes in and um this is what was just the preparation for the true lamb the true sacrifice the true salvation to take away our sins that is jesus christ so when jesus was tested in the wilderness he obeyed god's commandment and not listened to the devil which led to us the whole nation the whole human race the human all mankind being saved from the death penalty that belongs to satan and we inherit by doing what he did so we were saved from that and also we now had authority over this nature of sin of evil of wickedness that took over us now that just like we didn't choose to be part of sin we also didn't choose to be part of salvation it's god just being himself being amazing so he 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 saved us through grace through love through mercy through compassion okay through through his nature being the way he is god is the same every day god does not change right i'm grateful he's like that so when jesus was crucified we was saved because of one man just like we were condemned because of one man so we are saved because of him and the sin that we struggle with is still in us as a form of nature but we are no longer slaves from it all right for slaves to it i mean we have been sla- saved from the bondage from the control from the ruling of sin think about the israelites when they were in 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 egypt they were slaves because they were under the ruling of pharaoh he controlled them he told them what to do and when they were out of egypt they were free from pharaoh but some of them still continued to live like they were slaves they still wanted to worship false gods they still wanted to live in sin and those things right so it's the same thing some of us have been saved from pharaoh who is the devil who is in control of sin and wants to control us and wickedness and evil and we obey him we've been saved from that he doesn't have authority over us anymore but some of us we still obey the sin nature we still do that because we have the mentality of a slave we don't want to transform and let the holy spirit to grow us and build us so we we need to read uh 1st john 2nd john 3rd john because he explains this even uh galatians explained john ex, uh i mean paul not john but paul explains this in galatians as to what did jesus do for you and now because you're a believer how are you supposed to live now people want to continue living in sin and they say they are covered by grace no you are not covered by grace grace covered you to give you salvation grace covered you to give you an opportunity not to die in the in the uh, the, the hell fire that's what grace covers you grace covers you that you can be forgiven over and over and over again but we must die to sin we must 
die to our flesh and our flesh is the one that is the problem. When you receive Jesus' salvation, you are now free from that, which means you have a choice. You can obey or disobey. Are you like Adam that disobeyed God or are you like Jesus who obeyed God? And at this, there's an expense, there's a price paid that is meaning what? You deny your flesh and there's a chance that people will say things are you going to listen to people or are you going to obey God? There's a chance that people will mock you. There's a chance that you will lose certain things. Are you more concerned about the things of this world or the inheritance of the kingdom of God? So we have the Holy Spirit who is there to help us with sin. We go to him and we pray and we ask God to help us that his spirit must help us to deny our flesh and we must obey God. The more we obey God, the more we die to the sin. But we will always be sinners because the nature that we have is still of a sinner. And when Jesus is is glorified, we will be glorified with him and we will receive our glorified bodies that we don't need to struggle with the sin. Isn't Isn't God just amazing? I can't wait for that day because to resist your flesh is just hard. But we are not meant to do it alone, believers. We have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is there to give us the strength. Ask him to help you. And another thing that you know, you have, I don't know if you know, but let me tell you, you have Jesus. Jesus is interceding for you. Jesus is there for you when you have a weak moment, when you, I call them oopsies, you know, that I don't mean to sin and I sinned, not the ones that you literally, like you with your eyes open, with your senses, with the awareness, you go and sin. That's called habitual sin. So many people think, no, I'm allowed to sin because I have a sinful nature. No, no. There's sinning habitually and the sinning as an oopsie. I call it as an oopsie. It's not out of habit. It's just you made a mistake because you are human, because you are still attached to this fallen body. But we need to be uh, follow this, the spirit of God habitually. Let him lead us. Let him guide us. So if you want to know how do you stop sinning, you need to have the Holy Spirit. He's the one that will help you. The more you are filled of the spirit of God, the more you you turn away from the things that please your flesh because your spirit is now leading and in all of this you need to know that you must decide how much you love God are you gonna save yourself or follow God are you gonna pretend for others or follow God are you gonna be ashamed of God or be proud of God and in all of this when you say I love God you will obey God and those that obey God become children of God so you have authority and control over sin. Sin no longer has you because of what Jesus has done. I hope you understand my beloved and I pray that the Holy Spirit will touch you and it will grow in you so that you can stop the ways that are connected to your flesh. You can stop sinning against God. If you make a mistake, it's okay. Go ask forgiveness and confess and ask the Holy Spirit to give you power and strength to repent because it's not easy to repent as well. Please look for another episode where I speak about atonement and I speak about repentance. In Jesus name, I bless you. Amen. Thank you for listening. Remember, Bunolo is also a spiritual life coach. To book your session, 
follow the link in the description.